Welcome in listeners. It is time for episode 86 of the Slump Buster podcast. I'm joined today by Edgar Rodriguez of the Sports Plus Life podcast. Together, we recap the Super Bowl, talk to Arenado to the Cardinals trade, and discuss the latest happenings between one Russell Wilson and J.J. Watt. But before we do that, folks, it's time to give a shout out to our sponsors. Starting first with Manscaped.com. Now, guys, Valentine's Day is coming up, and you want to make sure that you look your best, feel your best, smell your best. So I'm telling you, the Crop Preserver, the Lawnmower 3.0, and all of their great products are a great way to do that. And of course, if you use promo code SLUMP at manscaped.com, you're going to save 20% off plus free shipping and handling. Yes, promo code SLUMP, the perfect way to hashtag bust the slump. That Lawnmower 3.0, the best razor in the market. And of course, the Crop Preserver does a fantastic job again of just making you feel your best. And take care of your ladies this Valentine's season. Make sure that you invest in manscaped.com. Again, promo code slump, 20% off, plus free shipping and handling, manscaped.com. You know where to get it. Our next sponsor, of course, is Caveman Coffee Co. Now, if you need a boost to start your morning, Caveman is a great brand to do it with. And Caveman knows how to make their coffee from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I tell you, we produce the best. Honestly, folks, it's just a given. It's a New Mexico thing. Uh, cold brew coffee, hibiscus tea. Their products are amazing. And again, promo code SLUMP. Don't be a chump. Use promo code SLUMP and save yourself some money. All right, listeners, I'm ready. You're ready. Edgar's ready. Let's get into the episode. Enjoy. Welcome in Slump Busters. It is time for episode 86, bringing on a return guest here, Edgar Rodriguez of the Sports Plus Life podcast. He's doing good. He's healing up. Edgar, how have you been, man? I know it's been a rough couple weeks. I don't know if you want to tell everyone all about it. Yeah, no. So yeah, I got in a car accident about two weeks ago. T-bone, guy ran a red light, hit me. But uh, thank God, and I only walked away with a few broken ribs and a couple of vertebrae. But better that sounds, I mean, I'm feeling pretty good today. Yeah, if you ever want to see just a side, you, you got to see the Instagram pictures. I'm surprised you were able to walk away with that. Well, like you said, just a couple injuries. Vertebrae, though, that's always scary, yeah. though, because, you know, when you're talking anything spinal, that has some long-term ramifications. Have you got, had to go through physical therapy, all that stuff to start healing up or what's going no, on? No, you know, what it was, they said that uh, I, I broke the right part of the vertebrae. Um, no surgery needed. Um, the heal on its own. All the bones that I broke heal on their own, which is, uh, I don't know if it's good or bad. It's kind of it's sometimes very uncomfortable. But, uh, you know, it's healing perfectly. I feel great today, like I said. T-bone, though, right around the holiday season. Like, was it oh, just yeah. some idiot driver? What what happened there? You know, thinking about it, I don't know if the guy's son, son was in his eyes early in the morning. So it could have been a lot of things. I don't know a whole lot. I was in so much pain leaving that at that accident. I just, I wasn't paying attention. I didn't even look at the scene. I was just trying to get in the ambulance and get some help. But I don't know the extent of what was going on with him, but. Okay, well, what hurt more, that, that accident or Nolan Arenado getting traded away from the Rockies? You know, I'm numb to what the Rockies do anymore, so definitely the accident. <laughs> yeah, Phil, for some of those fans, it might have been on the same level, but as a Giants fan, I got to say I'm enjoying you're, not you're having happy. Nolan Arenado in the division. Yeah. Not having a guy that bats fucking 600 against us, hits it in the stands every time he's up to bat, doesn't matter who's pitching. Ownage is ownage, and Nolan Arenado definitely had his eyes set on the Giants anytime that lineup came to town. 
Yeah, definitely. Nolan uh, was a big part of the organization. Silver Slugger, Golden Gloves. I mean, you name it, he ran. He he wanted all at third base. The Rockies kind of, you know, it's kind of Rockies thing to do. Um, they did it with Lemayhew. They're doing it right now with Lone Arenado. Um, they've done it with Holiday in the past. So, I mean, it's kind of what they do. I don't think I, I'm I'm jumping ship. I'll be honest with you. I'm a Padres fan now. In division, I'm though. Ship. I'm I'm staying in division. You can't even want to win. AL? No, they they don't want to win. I'm going to win where winners go, and they want to win. Same thing. Okay. I, I would one team I wouldn't jump to is the Dodgers. Okay, but where winners go, we're talking the Padres. Where winners oh, yeah. go. Okay, okay. I, I'm just saying, you know, maybe there's some open spots out by the bay, you know? <laughs> Real title town in the division. <laughs> yeah, that's cute, Dodgers. You won your first one in what 30 years? How about three in the last decade? Count them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. scoreboard, <laughs> scoreboard here. I don't know if I could jump to the Bay, but yeah, I like yeah. San Diego a little bit better. I, well, you're, if you're going to California anyway, you didn't even stay in the American Southwest. You couldn't do Diamondbacks either. I couldn't. And I'm, we not, just, I'm, not, I'm not used to the heat there. We did just have this huge discussion about fan hoeing, as uh, our friends <laughs> Kenny and Pete from the Touchdowns and Tangents podcast called mm. it. Is this fan hoeing? Is this bandwagoning? Where are you at? Well, which term do you prefer? I call it bandwagon. I mean, my team kind of disowned us. They don't want to win. I kind of, you know, I, I understand. I mean, this is a home team. I want to back them up, but they just don't want to win. They don't want to do what's necessary. Like a lot of other teams are making the peace, just like the, the Buccaneers did this offseason. And look where they're at. And we'll, we'll talk about them here in a second, but they just want to win. They don't want to win. So you're saying all they have to do to re-earn your fanhood is to sign a 43-year-old Tom Brady. He once was drafted to play baseball, mind you. The Montreal yeah. Expos let a good one go. I know they did. The Broncos did it. They took someone from the Yankees and they won two championships with John Elway. So, I mean, and look at Russell Wilson. Played for the Rockies, got drafted by the Rockies, now is a champion of the Seahawks. So, it, it works. There's a lot of good crossover there between uh, baseball and football when you actually look at the draft day resumes and everything. Obviously, Kyler Murray out there, that was a big point of discussion in the recent yeah. years. Is Kyler Murray going to be, I don't know, a top 10 drafted MLB player or is he going to be the number one overall drafted quarterback? Just talk about options there, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, even, right? Yeah, I mean, even though with that said, he made the right decision in football. Let's be real. I know yeah. everyone who looks at those contracts, like for example, that... uh Trevor Bauer just got $40 million a year, but you got to always remember that's the high end MLB contract. Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys, especially when they're struggling through the minors where there's no guarantee of them even making it to the majors. Those contracts are pretty brutal for minor leaguers. They're yeah, fun. exactly. They're yeah. a lot of Taco Bell, McDonald's, whatever you got to do to get by on the bus. Yeah, exactly. They're like a indie pro wrestler type of contract. You know, they're driving city to city and uh, yes, bunking 10 to a hotel room, you know, stuff like that. You know, honestly, I, I'm sure listeners are probably thinking, man, so the Super Bowl just happened and you fuckers are talking about baseball? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're talking baseball. Yeah. You know what? America's pastime, as always, even though uh, we actually probably will start transitioning to the NFL. Speaking of the NFL, <laughs> coming off of Super Bowl Sunday, I think why I wasn't in such a rush is because unlike other podcasters, we, we didn't want to just run into just sucking Tom Brady's dick. We wanted to kind of, of work not. the shaft a little bit before we got around to it. The goat deserves his praise, of course, but uh, we, we needed some buildup, some context. We had to introduce you to the pod, get you going before we basically Easy, just, yeah, just shove it in. Exactly. Exactly. I just close your eyes and just hope for the best. <laughs> but either way, <laughs> Tom Brady, the conversation in all sports media is he the goat of goats. I mean, I mean, the guy has more titles than any other NFL player probably will ever 
hoped to have. And now he has more titles than Michael Jordan. At this point, I mean, the guy's winning at 43. He looks fantastic, looks great. Uh, every year, he just looks better. If you look at 20-year-old Tom Brady, his face has lost so much fat. It's it's yeah. really something to behold. Him versus 23 at versus him at 43. But yeah, they ended up pulling off a big victory against the Chiefs. Did you foresee that coming at all? Was that in the back of your head? What was your Super Bowl predictions? No, you know, being uh, seeing watching both teams all year I, and the way both teams have played, I thought the Chiefs were unstoppable. You know, I, I thought the Chiefs with Kelsey, Hill, Patrick Mahomes, they could have been beat. And um, I was wrong. I think the only player on that Chiefs team that wanted to win was Patrick Mahomes. He was making unbelievable plays that his receivers were just dropping pass after pass after pass. And um, I think, you know, with a couple of penalties going in favor of Buccaneers, a couple of drop passes, I mean, those balls are caught. Those penalties are called. I mean, we're talking about a different ball game, I think, here. But yeah, I was a little surprised at the way the game went the way it did. Do you think those penalties, though, were a little bit overstated? I know a lot of Chiefs fans are jumping out to say that those dictated the game, but let's face it, it was a blowout. It was yeah. over by the fourth quarter. It was probably one of the most unrewatchable Super Bowls that we've had in our lifetimes. I mean, we're both 20, 30-year-old guys here, you know? I mean, the worst Super Bowl besides this, and you know this one near and dear to your heart, the Seahawks-Broncos one from like, Broncos, 2014. Yeah. yeah, and that <laughs> one was over from the get-go. That was the snap over Peyton's head. Uh, this had a lot of similar feelings to it once the Bucks got that two touchdown lead I just never even felt like they looked back yeah you know I don't know if it was my uh, physical state of mind you know I was very uncomfortable sitting down obviously because of my ribs but also maybe it's from a Broncos state of mind watching Tom Brady in the Super Bowl again watching the Chiefs in the Super Bowl yeah I agree it was it was kind of unwatchable um but you know going back to the penalties I think some of those are momentum changes. I mean, those are third down penalties that give them first downs and all of a sudden one in the end zone as well that I, don't, that I thought was very, very ticky-tack. Um, that could change the course of that game. But either way, I mean, when it came when it came down to it, the Buccaneers came to play, the Chiefs did. I guess I'm still bitter because Chiefs fans, you're bitching about penalties. You're bitching about penalties. How yeah. about my Niners? Nick Bosa was getting put in a Rick Rude sleeper hold yeah. for most of the game. And you're telling me that, Oh no, we won. Patrick Mahomes the greatest. Niners blew it. Jimmy Garoppolo sucks. Well, yeah. you know what? The zebras sucked on that day. And it took a year, but karma always catches up. I want you to remember that. Um, either way, I, I think I agree with a lot of people in saying this. The GOAT conversation, I think, is over when it comes to the NFL and the quarterback position. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, even if he matched Tom Brady, which to match Tom Brady, you have to win six more Super Bowls. Tom Brady has a win over him. That is never going away. That is not going anytime soon. And this is probably Mahomes' best opportunity to win a Super Bowl, given Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, the defense they have put together there with guys like Chris Jones and Tyron Matthew. Eventually, those guys are just going to get priced out because of cap situations. And there is a fear, of course. Is it possible for Patrick Mahomes to have a Russell Wilson-type career from this point forward? Yeah, you know, possibly. I mean, that big contract doesn't leave a whole lot of room for probably future free agent signings, keeping that defense together, which, which was a big help throughout the whole season. Yeah, you know, it's a good question. I think Mahomes, though, I mean, it showed why he's one of the best quarterbacks, why he was a former MVP in that Super Bowl, even though, you know, his team kind of let him down there. I, I think Mahomes would be a little bit better than Russell Wilson, though. Talking about getting a social media jerk-off session, I mean, that throw that he made, like diving, was one of the most insane throws I think I've ever seen a quarterback make. It's only a shame, too. The guy drops it. What the hell? Even right if you're going to get blown out, catch that yeah. one. At least you're in the highlight reels forever, all time, right? 
Yeah, you could tell they're already in the dumps, and uh, you could tell. I think that I think it was Hardman. I can't remember who it was. Maybe Williams, but uh, I think they're already defeated. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm just not even going to make an attempt to catch this ball, or a good enough attempt to catch the ball." Maybe it was sheer amazement from the fact that Patrick Mahomes could even make that throw on a line. That thing was a BB, and again, he had no momentum, no lower leg. I would say watching Patrick Mahomes on Sunday reminded me of watching a lot of his Texas Tech tape. Him just trying to improvise, make stuff happen. Yeah. You could tell he wasn't well refined. So I think that there is still room for Patrick Mahomes to grow and advance as a quarterback, because I think we look at what Patrick Mahomes has done to this point in his career, and we think he's a finished product. I think in many ways he is not. And definitely the offensive line was a huge part of the conversation as well, dealing with what they had to go through with an Achilles injury, haircut situation, all this extra stuff going on that they weren't planning for. Yeah, Um, the haircut. (laughs) Yeah, but I I think that also is kind of an indictment, of course, on Andy Reid and his ability to adjust because you would look at what the Bucs were able to do throughout the course of the year to consistently keep adjusting and refining and making this roster better to peak at the right time. And um, yeah, it was just a outstanding performance by them on all levels, whether it's Shaq Barrett, Levante David. And Levante David was a guy that we marked as an X factor in this game. And boy, was he. There was nothing that the Chiefs offense was able to do, gain Kelsey involved in the run game. Levante David was all over the field. Uh, the Bucks defense, you, you have to give it to them too. Like They were taking their shots uh, throughout the season. Of course, uh, one of the big highlights was that uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. Tyree Kill moment. Whew, yeah. That was great. Is that one of the best insults to injury right there? Throwing up the you got, yeah. at him. You got, you got to take it. You got to take it on the chin. I mean, he gives it right back. You give it, but you got to take it too, you know? Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he had every right to. They were smoking him. Devin White played amazing that game. <laughs> Devin White, um, yeah, he played phenomenal. He was all over that field. Uh, he was always in the, you know, he's always in the quarterback pocket, always in the lineman space, um, always in the coverage. I, he, I think he was the MVP on that defense that day. But yeah, and you also got to look at back at Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes was doing that all with Turk, though. Um, he got to be out there very, very uncomfortable and still making the plays he did. And, you know, I never felt like they were out of the game until obviously that fourth quarter. But to me, I never felt they were out of the game because, I mean, I see Patrick Mahomes twice a year. And, uh, you know, I just, I just, you know, you always have that feeling. You never know what's going to happen with that guy because he's such a good improviser and he can stretch out a play. And um, he was doing it unhealthy for most of the season. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with them. But, yeah, that's off to the Bucs. They did what they needed to do in the offseason and put a team together to go to the championship. And that's exactly what they did. And now that everyone has a blueprint to go off of. And uh, we'll see the offseason is going to be a little bit crazy. Crazy to see, to say the least. How would you rate that Super Bowl celebration the Tampa area threw together? 10 out of 10. I wonder where else can you do a boat parade and then watch Tom Brady, who has seven Lombardi trophies, throw one from one boat to the other. That's 10 out of 10. You can't beat that anywhere. Well, any other place I could probably beat that would probably be Miami. <laughs> you know, anyone else that could do something like that would be Miami. Not even New Orleans. They can have a good enough parade for that. Beautiful atmosphere, beautiful girls, great day, great weather. Tom Brady lit as fuck. That is, out of all the highlights in Tom Brady's career, and there are many, but drunken Brady, that will live on in infamy. I think that every frat page that I know will throw that on as their profile picture from this point forward. Him with the glasses and throwing up his little drunken peace sign too back at Antoine Winfield. Getting Uh, carried away. I didn't even know there's a thing such as as avocado tequila. So I don't think there is. I I think he's doing tongue-in-cheek thing. You know, he knows people make fun of him. It's nice to know when you have a guy that's that disciplined, can cut loose, 
Uh, yeah. Again, the moment of him throwing the boat from the other, it, if it would have fell in the ocean, do you think they would have gave him another one probably? Yeah, he probably could have bought a couple more. Yeah, he'd be fine. Yeah, he's just like, ah, I got six more of these fucking yeah. things. Did you watch the Ric Flair documentary? I did, yeah. Yeah, there was a scene in there where Ric Flair just gets absolutely toasted, obliterated, gone, gonzo, done. And uh, he's talking about how I woke up next to like two girls freaking out that his Rolex was gone. And the girls were telling him about his night. And he's like, yeah, don't you remember? You threw your Rolex into the spaghetti and said, I have 15 more of these fucking things. <laughs> That's pretty much Tom Brady in a nutshell, throwing that Lombardi from boat to boat. Yeah, who cares? He has enough of them. Yeah, him, between him and Gronk, I think they have enough to replace him. I wonder if it was all a Tom decision or if there was some other bad influences mixed in there that were like, drink, drink. Do you think Gronk was behind the scenes? Or do you think that Brady's actually the bad influence to Rob Gronkowski? You know, that's a good question. Um, I think, uh, I, I bet Tom Brady is an enabler for sure. I mean, you could tell by the way he was talking to Tyron Matthew in that he has to be some sort of enabler. And it's funny because we don't hear a lot of audio coming out of Tom Brady. You're really, it's very rare you hear Tom Brady mic'd up in a game. And, you know, maybe when it's all said and done, we might hear like get a 30 for 30 or a last dance type of documentary. But, you know, who knows? But yeah, I think he's an enabler. Definitely, for sure. At this point, do you think the concept of being a Tom Brady hater is one of the most ridiculous things in the world? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's kind of hard to hate the guy now, you know, even if, the, you know, when people bring up the flag, I'm like, you still got to stop him from passing the fucking ball. They Here's beat him by 40. Yeah, exactly. They you beat the Colts by 40, Jim Irsay. Yeah, just, yeah, just smoked him and uh, the goat talk is Tom Brady and that's it. There's no, there's no other you can. Yeah, I, I don't know if we'll be alive by the time something like this has been matched. Tom Brady's back next year. He's already said as much. Yeah. It would have been the perfect way for him in his career going through Breeze, Rogers, Mahomes in consecutive games. But yeah. he's back, as he quoted once, he's back until he sucks. This is message brought to you by the Foundation for a Perfect Package. Why do I need Manscaped? Why do I need Manscaped? Why do I need Manscaped? Because the only fruit I want is the one up top. Because being in a relationship is not an excuse to be lazy. Because I like talking ball, not smelling like them. Because deforestation is proven to prevent forest virus. Manscaped is the only brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped's crop preserver guarantees that you smell your best all day long. Manscaped boxer briefs are the most comfortable underwear on the market. Manscaped's advanced skincare technology makes NYX a thing of the past. Manscaped is the number one in men's grooming. Subscribers get two free blade refills every three months, get 20% off, plus free shipping handling with the promo code SLUMP at manscaped.com. That's the promo code SLUMP at manscaped.com. Get your lawnmower 3.0 today. We are the Slump Busters. And we approve this message. There's been a lot of discussion this week about a couple individuals. Of course, Deshaun Watson, that's been one that's been carrying on over for months. But recently, Russell Wilson? I thought yeah. Russell Wilson was doing okay in Seattle. Yeah, I don't division know Division title year after year. 
let Russ cook. And then suddenly things started getting weird with that offensive coordinator situation, then firing, uh, what was it, Schottenheimer? Yeah. Yeah, then firing oh, yeah. Schottenheimer. He goes off to be the Jacksonville Jaguars passing game coordinator. Apparently, this whole situation with Dan Patrick basically pulling it on out of him, like, hey, this thing going on with your offensive line and whatnot. And Russ had comments that I'm sure didn't rub at anyone too well. What do you make of this? Do you think Russ could honestly get moved? Do you think that that's going to happen? I mean, yeah. I mean, I never, I never thought I'd see Tom Brady leave the Patriots and look where he's at. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely would want Russell Wilson on my team. Percentage on him leaving the Seahawks right on now? It, on it happening, yeah. I still give it 25%. I don't think everyone's full on it. I, I think whatever is going on probably patched up this year. Um, but it's kind of very similar to, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers right now. I mean, they drafted a quarterback and Rodgers said he'll be back, but I don't know how long he'll stay with the Green Bay. You know, same thing with Jared Goff. Jared Goff was just in a Super Bowl two seasons ago, um, a few seasons ago. And look where he's at. They traded for him, got Matthew Stafford and sent him to Detroit. No one's safe. I don't think anyone's safe, especially in a day and age where social media looms. Nothing's very, uh, you know, tongue in cheek anymore. Everything's out there in the open. And, um, you know, if anyone has the right to say anything about their offensive line or the team, I think it's Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson has earned that on that team. He's a leader. and um, But it also, if he wants to be traded, he wants to go. I think he has a right to choose where he wants to go. He's one of the few people who can do it. But yeah, Russell Wilson, I, would, I wouldn't mind Russ, uh, you know, taking Russell Wilson because I don't know if it was this season or the season before. His headset broke. I want to say it was against the Niners, but his headset broke and um, he couldn't hear anything. So he called the play all the way down and marks him to two uh, touchdowns on the field without anybody in his ear. So... I mean, anyone can do that right now in this day and age. I definitely want him on my team for sure. Yeah, I agree that Russ has earned himself a lot of credibility, but how much credibility has he really earned, though? At this point, the Super Bowl title that he has won with the Seattle Seahawks is a distant memory. In fact, our most recent memory of Russell Wilson in a Super Bowl is that... Not running the ball. Yeah, not running the ball, but more importantly... Him throwing an interception on that play. Yes. It's not like he overthrew the receiver. That's right. Or yeah. he took a sack with when he's going out the offensive line. He threw a pick. If he doesn't throw a pick in that situation, then you have, I believe, still two more opportunities to get the ball in the end zone from the two-yard line. Maybe yeah. on the next play, they do run it with Marshawn. I do think that Russ has a lot of equity, but how far does that go? Does that mean that you could just void any contract? Is Are we moving to a point in the NFL where uh, contracts are completely meaningless um, when you sign these big extensions i know that the pushback to that one would be of course hey ownership could avoid a contract at any time injuries this that but i think when i look at a product like the nba i think the nba is a weaker product because of all the player mobility and certainly at the quarterback position um the quarterback is one that you should be the most attached to that you should feel um is the core and essence of your team when you turn on your games on sunday i don't know if you feel that way about drew Locke, but um i'm sure that teams with good quarterbacks feel that way yeah no no i hear you for sure yeah I, drew, I mean, yeah, Drew Locke, I mean, they're, they're times when he shows how good he really is. But then sometimes a bad outweighs the good. And, um, you know, he digs himself in too big of a hole to where he can't do much about it. But, yeah, I mean, you look at people like Deshaun Watson. Um, Deshaun Watson, with the team that he had last year, I mean, he still put up ridiculous numbers. Um, I mean, there's a – yeah, that quarterback position is very, uh, you know, very sacred. I guess you, you need – I mean, you need a good quarterback to get anywhere in this league. And it just definitely has shown. Um, Deshaun Watson has kept his team – in his team in many games um, this year when they should have been um, with the, you know, crap defense, crap offense. Yeah. 
I mean, look at Deshaun Watson. You see, obviously, Russell Wilson kind of, you know, they, that team kind of fizzled away. Um, you also take a look at, uh, yeah, I mean, we go back to the Bucks with Patrick Mahomes. Justin Herbert came in and did a great job. And there's a lot of quarterback play that can, you know, that reflect how well the team is doing. But yeah, I uh, definitely agree with you. I think you've got to, you know, hold your quarterback near and dear to your heart. But is it error for Russ to say that the Seahawks haven't been doing enough to help him, though? They went out, they drafted a big bodied wide receiver in DK Metcalf. They went out there, they re sign extended Tyler Lockett and say what you want but they made a big time move on the defensive side of the ball acquiring uh, Jamal Adams so this team is willing to make big time moves when it comes to assisting their team in winning games do you think that Russ even having any desire to move on from this kind of situation where it seems like the team adores him and wants to build around him is kind of ridiculous on his end no, I don't think so. You know, Jamal Adams, I thought it was a bad move. I never thought Jamal Adams is that good. And he showed it. I mean, he didn't make a big impact at all. He was hurt. Then when he did come back, I mean, he was just getting torched and torched and torched. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Russell Wilson, you know, I kind of equate it to Carmelo Anthony leaving the Nuggets. I mean, he has a superstar wife who will have a big say on where he could go or what he can do. That's kind of what I see. But, but they do have a lot of stake in Seattle. I mean, they have part ownership with the Seattle Sounders. They do have a lot of stake in Seattle. So I find it very difficult for him to leave Seattle right now. Yeah, and the grass is always greener on the other side is my thing. You mentioned Carmel. I mean, let's face it, Carmelo's career never really took, took off, off in a significant yeah. way. Those Knicks teams didn't really amount to anything. And certainly you look at this back half of his career, it'd be nice, honestly, if you guys just resign him and from the Nuggets perspective, kind of give him that sweetheart farewell tour. Yeah. I think you guys could fit him on your roster, right? Might as well. We'll see. I think we have a spot for him somewhere. Yeah, I mean, while well, the Nuggets are currently where? I was say fourth and fifth in the West right now. Fourth and fifth. Okay, yeah. yeah. Honestly, guys, uh, I've been watching a lot more football than I have NBA action, so I was going to get into it. I am part of that NBA ratings decline. <laughs> they Same here. I can't yes. watch basketball anymore. It's just difficult for me. And right now, especially with the Denver, I have to wait for them to play nationally because locally, if you have Comcast, they're blacked out. Um, the, the local uh, altitude t- where they altitude town where they show it's blacked out. So you can't watch it on TV here unless they're national on ESPN or TNT. So it's trash around here right now. Is there anything more garbage than a local TV blackout? Coming from someone who was born and raised in Albuquerque, New Mexico, you know how shitty this is? Whenever the Giants played the Rockies or the Diamondbacks, I had that game blacked out. You know know how ridiculous that is? I have to drive eight hours to get to a game in Denver and six hours to get to a game in Phoenix. (laughs) Why is that considered my local area? I know, right? Isn't that ridiculous? It's garbage, honestly. I I think that it's almost criminal in a way because I'm over here, I'm paying for this TV package. I'm expecting to get certain things in there. And you're telling me that I'm missing out on a good chunk of my games, especially because, again, those are two division rivals for the Giants. Yeah. That's exactly. That's yeah, I don't get it. I don't get the terms. I don't get um, I don't get how hard it is just to put something together to where your fans can watch the team play. I mean, I don't get it. Especially when you consider the NBA and everyone, especially in this year, too, given COVID and everything, uh, wants people to probably be watching from home, yeah. the TV ratings, getting that thing going off the ground. But you're really blacking out games because someone lives within, I guess, 300 miles of you. Yeah, I don't get it. It's very, it's dumbfounded. I'm dumbfounded with this type of stuff here. But, you know, like you said, in Colorado, 
you know, with the Rockies and all that stuff. So, you know, some of this is just numb to me now, you know. And uh, but yeah, like I said, the pro- that NBA is a different product than it was when Kobe left. I say that when Kobe left, NBA has changed to a different product. And uh, for me, it's kind of been a little bit unwatchable. I did enjoy the bubble, though. Um, I thought it was a high level play. That was very fun to watch the bubble. Nuggets made it very exciting uh, down there in playoff time. I did enjoy the bubble, but now I just can't. I don't know. A lot of ticky tack fouls. Um, they're obviously ticky tack fouls, and uh, everything is called. Um, I don't know. A lot of stops in the play what they call what they call that later the karen in the sidelines getting tossed out of the game <laughs> just stuff like that you can't like you know you can't even nag somebody anymore without getting tossed out of a game so yeah i would actually say that was probably the most entertaining thing i've seen from the nba honestly in the last <laughs> two months yeah i think we exactly. need more courtside karen i think that she needs exactly. to get every single home game for every single team moving forward if they move back to a playoff bubble she needs to be there she needs to be in the stands in fact i, I think there was a lot of talk to replacing jerry west with kobe bryant on the nba logo I am going to amend that. Replace Jerry West with Corsair Karen. Yeah. Starting it now. Bust this up 2020. <laughs> I think the funniest thing about that too was he watched the video. I mean, she was said she was standing up for her husband. And her husband wasn't even moving. He was just sitting there watching her yell, and then she was getting kicked out, and he still stayed in there. I don't is think that, he even got kicked out. Isn't that a, no? He did. He did get kicked out. But oh, did he? Isn't okay, that he such did. like a thing that honestly we kind of have to occasionally deal with as uh, guys getting kicked out for dumb shit that our girlfriend said? Yeah, I know. It, it, I've seen it too much, but uh, yeah, it is both personally stupid, and on TV, or just with some friends. So you know. Yeah, tone it down. I want to watch the yeah. game. You know, I want to enjoy it. I want to have a few more drinks. I want to get more ten dollar beer. And all right. Yeah. yeah. It's not that hard. It's not that hard just to just there enjoying the game. And I mean, it was pretty funny because I sat there and watched LeBron talk about it, and he kind of hesitated. And I know exactly what 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 he wanted to come out of his mouth was. Yeah, you know, I was talking to her husband, and she wanted to chime in or something like that. And what I heard coming out of his mouth was, I don't know why she wanted to chime in where two men were talking. That's exactly what I heard come out of LeBron's mouth, and not in those words. And I knew he wanted to say it, but yeah. LeBron's LeBron, he, he he knew to stay away from that. But uh, yeah, exactly it, what I wanted to say. It was just like a matter of what are you going to do? What what are, what are you going to do? Are you really going to interject yourself in this fight? I'm LeBron <laughs> James. I'm six yeah. eight three hundred pounds you're exactly. five foot five and filled Fake. mostly yeah. with silicone <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain. When sure. when you're skiing down a mountain, you, you don't stop to see if the snow is fake. It, it is it's what it true. is. You do you, lady. You do you. Yeah, do I'm you. okay with it. Um, yeah, I think I was more worried about her eyelashes than anything else. Yeah. I, I can't even front. I I got those uh, beautiful long eyelashes, you know, just... Uh, I had those too when I was younger. When I, when I was a baby, I cut them off when I was a kid and never grew back right, so... Oh, man, you gotta embrace your Latino gifts. I mean, it's one of the few <laughs> things that I embrace about being Latino. That's true, right? Yeah, it's, we have good features, that's for sure. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, let's see, what, what else? Uh, okay, so I mean, I guess we're moving honestly towards the end. A pretty quick episode here wrapping up, but breaking news today, uh, J.J. Watt is no longer a Houston Texan. Uh, end of an era. I mean, certainly I will always associate J.J. Watt as a Houston Texan. He made that organization for so long. Uh, his 2014 year, 2013 year, uh, the year where he caught several touchdowns too as a receiver, was one of the greatest yeah. uh, defensive player highlights of my lifetime. And I think he also had a 20 sacks that year. Just an absolute insane. He's a great beat. year. Yeah. But I guess we have to discuss where is J.J. Watt playing next season? 
honestly, anywhere is going to be a step up from where he's at right now. You know, but I mean, to look at Houston, I mean, Houston in general is rebuilding ever since what that storm came through not too long ago. Uh, the hurricane, I mean, now, I mean, was it the, the Astros lost Springer? You know, the Rockets lost Harden and Westbrook. They lost Hopkins and um, they're on the verge of losing uh, Deshaun Watson. And now they just they like they let go of uh, J.J. Watts. They didn't trade him, get any value out of him. They let him go. I think the optimal landing spot for J.J. Watt, I mean, why not go back to Wisconsin? Let's go, go back to Green Bay. I mean, they are maybe a couple plays away from getting being in the Super Bowl themselves. So, yeah, we'll, you know, I mean, who knows? I mean, I think anywhere's a step up. I fear that he comes as the Chiefs. That's my fear. I mean, I fear that they'll move the pieces around to get J.J. Watt. But, uh, you know, we'll see. I think anywhere's a step up. I don't know how the Chiefs would make that happen. And whether the salary cap exists for them or not, I have no fucking idea at this point. <laughs> they just pay everyone $40 million deals, it seems like, every day. At least that's how their last offseason fell. Uh, the yeah. spot I like from the best, though, because it would be so unique. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Where exactly. His that's what I think I'm thinking, yeah. TJ and Derek? I think his name's Derek. I think so, yeah. Derek Watt, yeah. That's kind of sad being the third Watt brother that people I know, think right? of. You know, that's an awkward position to be in. He's the fullback, right? He's a fullback. I would love to see a defensive formation where they managed to put him out there, too, with his brothers somehow, some way. I don't know. Yeah, that's... Think? that's um, Just go out there and tackle someone. huge... That'd be a huge plus for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, they're pretty stacked with Dupree, with Watt. By the way, Watt got robbed of defensive play of the year. I mean, I don't think Aaron Donald had any reason being in the in the conversation. But he's the way Aaron TJ Donald. Watt played all year. Exactly. He's Aaron Donald. TJ Watt had the numbers of backup the backup the accolade. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, that would be a very dangerous team. I mean, we all know defense wins championships. We just saw this last week when the Seahawks played the Broncos, when the Broncos played uh wherever they beat in the Super Bowl. Now I can't even remember who they beat in the Super Bowl. But yeah, I mean it just I mean, defense with championships, and he does go to Pittsburgh. That's deadly. And um, I would, uh, I would launch a full blown appeal if that ever happened. An appeal, you say? Yeah. Well, but the triple Watt connection. Come on, right. man. I got to put that on a T-shirt at some point. Three Watt Volt. I don't know what you would call that. Three Watts. Three Watt Volt mm. battery. Three Watt. I don't know what you'd call that. I'm but. sure someone out there is going to come up with a creative shirt and sell a whole lot of money with it. Is there nothing more painful than missing out on a huge money selling shirt? Yeah, exactly. Like Slam Diego. Yeah, I, I think we got we got to come up with that. You, you and I, a uh, Slump Busters we'll Plus Plus Life combination shirt there. Yeah, we'll figure I, I it think, out. Yeah. You know, I I feel like I missed out on a great one. We had this tweet blow up. Carlos Correa's wife liked it. He retweeted it. You you've seen Scarface, right? Yeah. You know the scene where Tony Montana is where you you need people like me. Yeah. To point your fucking fingers. Yeah, and I we um, made a tweet out there. Carlos Correa be leaving the postseason like Scarface, right? Yeah. Biggest regret not putting that on a T-shirt. I yeah, swear, whether you hate Carlos Correa or love Carlos Correa, you could have bought the shirt because you could have said, "Oh, he's a bad man. He's a bad dude. I love this guy." Shirt, Houston Astros fan. Or do he's it, a yeah. Bad dude. He's a cheater. Carlos Correa, fuck that dude. Bad dude. You have that shirt. You know, yeah, I, gotta do it. I'm just putting it out there so no one steals my idea. Or if someone does, they don't say they did it first. Slump you got Buster proof. Podcast. We busted that slump. We put it yeah. out there. Let the tape reflect it. We have people that yeah, note this. Record it. We're getting notarized. What do we got to do? We got it. Either way, we were talking about uh, where JJ Watt ends up. Uh, yeah. Before we go to sidebar. Uh, yeah, so I, I think Steelers, I think Packers, those have to be the top two locations there. I saw some people throwing the Bucks into this conversation as well, though. I don't know if J.J. Watt's that big of a sellout. 
Is it a sellout? I mean, it is a little yeah. bit ring chasing. I, I get it. But he wants some of that LaShawn McCoy love, you know? LaShawn oh, McCoy doesn't even yeah. play a snap in two straight Super Bowls. Has two straight rings. I think this would be like the Premier League where you have to play a certain amount to win a ring or get some sort of medal to be known as a champion. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, LaShawn McCoy. I think back to back, they didn't play last year, they didn't play this year. And then you also got someone like Antonio Brown, I think the most least deserving person ever to have a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, just stuff like that. I don't know if I want to be associated with that, but least deserving. Um, I'm sure there's some backup right guards that are less deserving, yeah. or you know. I don't know. I'm not talking about terms of, uh, I, I don't know, punishment wise, you know, what he's yeah. done the offseason. I guess OJ Simpson never won a ring, so it's true. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if he'd be allowed to. I think he should have been barred like Pete Rose. T.O. never won a ring. Well, you know, you look at T.O.'s drama compared to A.B., not even comparable. Not even comparable. Yeah. All he did was do sit-ups in the yard. T.O. Yeah, sit-up in the driveway. That was it. Again, we're, we're supposed to be talking J.J. Watt here. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Edgar, you keep distracting me, man. We're, we're supposed fault. to stick to topic here. I think we're done talking about J.J. Watt, though. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I guess it, the flow of the conversation just... It's still very early, up. too, you know. It's still very early. Um, you know, we've got a whole off season to work out and, uh, yeah, we'll talk about them later. Big time breaking news. I mean, I'm sure you'd love to put him next to Von Miller or Bradley Chubb somehow too, but. Yeah, definitely. We could definitely have a little nice little three person rotation. Like we should have had with Shaq Barrett, but that's besides the point. Oh, I know. No, let's talk about that. So Shaq Barrett, <laughs> I mean, he, he just played out the franchise tag. He's going to be the hottest free agent pass rusher on the market. They can't really tag him twice because. That would be an insane contract. You know, that's going to be one of those names out there. The Bucks being able to keep this roster together is going to be a bit challenging. I think, though, I guess the Tom Brady effect in full effect, uh, just anyone's willing to go out there, play with him, get an opportunity to win a ring. I, I guess Tom Brady really just proved that any year I'm in the league, I have a chance to win this thing. Doesn't matter yeah. what team, what jersey I'm wearing. You have a chance to win a ring with me. Uh, I think it's even better than the LeBron effect. Yeah, I think so, because there's a lot of times when you sit back, you look, I mean, you know, it wasn't for the quote-unquote tuck rule. I don't know if you'd have one championship. There wasn't for the Seahawks not running it on on, on the two-yard line. Are you I mean, Rob Parkering me? Are you Rob Parkering? Yeah, no, I am. I'm talking about there's there's some things have to go your way for that to happen, but... uh, You don't get lucky I, that many times. I, I think you do. I think you do. And oh, I think it goes to show. Yeah, you know, I was listening to Ron Parker and Chris Broussard go at it on The Odd Couple, and they said some stuff to each other, man. I, I don't even know how you stay friends after some of the things they were singing <laughs> at each other. I mean, I heard it. I haven't heard it. I haven't Chris Broussard. Oh, just... I, know I, I would it. check out this last episode they recorded. Rob and Chris straight up calling each other lazy and everything. Oh, yeah. How did you guys not just come to blows over this? Uh, but I mean, Rob, I, I think has just doubled down so far into his belief that Tom Brady is the luckiest of all time, that there is no coming back from it. At this point, Rob should have been in Mexico three years ago, according to his, <laughs> at the Pats win the Super Bowl. I'm moving to Mexico. That's funny. He should have been packing yeah, his bags already. <laughs> but anyway, but then we're talking about two instances. He still has five championships, you know, which is pretty crazy to think about. You yeah, know, you I mean, take a two. Let's say you take two rings away from him, still more than any other quarterback in NFL history. Exactly. How did it? Exactly. What? So crazy. Okay, we'll, we'll end this on this. What is going to be the final ring count for Tom Brady at the end of his career? I think it'll stay at seven. I don't think it'll go at eight. Okay, mark down here. That was Tom Brady's last ring. We've been saying that for ten years, but. You heard it here first. What are you working on these days? What's next for you? 
Yeah. Just getting uh, back. I'm going to get back on the podcast. Obviously took a couple of weeks off because of obvious reasons, um, but I'll be back next week. I think I'm on episode 86 as well, I believe. Um, so you'll probably see that Monday, Tuesday. I'll be watching UFC this weekend. So don't forget about that. I don't know when this comes out, but uh, Mario Usman versus Gilbert Burns. I'll be watching that for sure. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Getting back in the groove of things and uh, feeling better. And uh, yeah, more episodes. Okay. Give me Usman. Who do you got? I'm going Usman. I like okay. something about the Nigerian, man. Kamara Usman, um, the Nigerian nightmare, uh, Francis Ngannou. I mean, those. I mean, you got some scary dudes from, from Nigeria. So uh, Hold on. I know we're closing, but I don't think you can call Ngannou uh, Nigerian. We actually got roasted for that in our YouTube comments. I think he is from Cameroon. Oh, no way. <laughs> Dre and I were just going back and forth on it, just calling him the Nigerian nightmare, and they're like, in the comments, He's Cameroonian, you idiots. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Racist? It's like, God, uh, can, can you not? I don't have my computer in front of me. I said, look it up. But uh, we're, we're free. either way, I mean, there's, we're, we're he's free. a freak of nature. We're free thinking on this pod. We're, we're yeah. not getting fact checked every second. But yeah. either way, guys, Edgar Rodriguez, Sports Plus Live podcast, make it a point to check him out. We wish him a speedy recovery. Of course, check us out. Subscribe to us at Slump Buster Podcast on IG, at Slump Buster Pod on Twitter. Use our promo code, save 20% off, plus free shipping and handling at manscaped.com. Save yourself some money with K-Man Coffee. Once again, promo code SLUMP. Don't be a chump. Save yourself some money. Stay safe, happy, and healthy. And we'll see you on the next one.